Today, we're chatting with a world-class personal trainer and nutritionist as she shares health tips and strategies that most people just never think to use. So don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shatter the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really happy to be here. Long overdue episode. In fact, this one uh, I recorded, uh, I think maybe one or two months ago at this point, and it's, it's been a long time coming. I've really been excited and waiting to release this one. But before we get into it, just want to give you a quick update and a quick thank you. The last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read is just about to hit 700 ratings on the U.S. site for Amazon, uh, many of which are, of course, five-star reviews. And my YouTube channel in support of it is actually past 700 subscribers at this point. So again, I'm, I'm really grateful and really excited by all the progress on both the book and the YouTube channel backing it up. And I'm so happy that people are really just digging the content. For those that haven't checked it out yet, of course, you can go to lastlawofattractionbook.com and you can check out the book listing. And if you just want to check out the YouTube channel first, you can just go ahead and go on to youtube.com slash Andrew Cap with a K. Uh, with that said, let's dive straight into our interview. Again, I'm really excited by this one, so I'm going to switch mics and we're going to start our conversation with Jen. Okay, today we've got a really awesome personal trainer and nutritionist. And Jennifer Zerling is, is a certified obesity specialist with a master's in uh, kinesiology. I think I'm saying that right. And uh, <laughs> beautiful. And over 10 years of clinical experience in weight loss and age management medicine. She's the creator of the Jay Z Fitness Nutrition app and also wrote. Breaking the Chains of Obesity. And if that's not enough, she's got a lifestyle course coming out soon based on her Jay-Z Fitness High Five Anchors, which are described as the fundamentals to optimal age management and permanent weight loss. Uh, I'm sure we've got like a really like a lot of fun content we're going to dive into here and, and mostly helpful and valuable. So with that said, Jen Zerling, thank you so much for being here and welcome to Shatter the Mold. Oh, Andrew, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on your show. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enthused to have you here. And just before we kind of hit the record button, we were talking a little bit about your course and, and how excited you were because, um, you know, just hearing what you're saying, you know, we've got these five anchors that I imagine might be really useful for people to know. So I'm not even wasting time. I know like some... Uh, some podcasts like, well, let's talk about your life story and let's have people right. no, like, let's go straight to value. Cause I mean, I'm sure you've got an interesting life story, but I'm sure people are really curious about this because you're the first um, person with your specific uh, skill set that I've ever had here. So I just want to go straight to letting people know. Um, so let's talk about that. Like, you know, what is the course really entailing and, and um, these anchors that you're describing, like, what are they, what, what's involved with them and, and how do they impact someone's health or their nutrition? Well, first and foremost, I, I thank you for uh, not making me share my life story because a lot of people don't care. Um, but, you know, when we talk to people on an individual level, there's certain things about my life journey that does apply to them. So with that said, my lifestyle course actually stems from the fact that I've been doing this for over 22 years. Um, I started out as a personal trainer and I've integrated 
um, medical weight loss, and then I went into age management medicine. So I've worked with thousands and thousands of people who initially come to me for weight loss. But the number one thing that people need to understand is it's not just about weight loss, it's about healthy aging. If you're overweight, then you are aging poorly. And if you're aging poorly, you're cutting the years of your life. And if you're not cutting the years of your life, you're going to lead a very challenging life that you don't need to lead. So I want to empower people to know that as long as you have the correct tools in place, and as long as you're willing to implement those tools, then you don't need to put your life in the hands of a physician. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I love the way, you know, hear, hearing you say that, I think it's important to highlight for people, you know, even, you know, when they hit their 40s, I mean, people in their 40s are like, eh, you know, not feeling like I used to and the back hurts and this and that. But yeah. they even on that level, when there's um, a reduction in their quality of life, to be really candid, they still don't realize how not doing something in a strategic and preventative matter now, like how important that is or isn't in terms of like when they're 80 in terms of like how their body is going to age and how really rough it's going to be or could be if they're not being more proactive with their health, even at the point where things feel reduced for them and not as easy and not as fun to do in terms of working out or eating. Yeah. And, and hear me out. People don't even need to look that far ahead. I'm working with people in their thirties and early forties whose hormones are that of an 80 year old man. Wow. So yeah, we're seeing now that people who are much, much younger are having quote unquote, old people, diseases, diabetes, heart conditions. We have more heart conditions than ever before. The biggest growth is cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people in their 50s that are starting to see some um, gaps in their memory, their uh, mental acuity. There's just not that sharpness that they once had. And a lot of it is driven through the lifestyle. Now, a mm -hmm. lot of people come to people like me because they want to diet. I don't do diets, okay? Um, there's a lot of people that claim, join my program, you know, it's diet free or whatever it might be, but we can't just tackle what we eat. We need to tackle the whole lifestyle. And that's why I came up with this Jay-Z Fitness Lifestyle course. I love it. And I, I heard you mention hormones. I <laughs> Obviously, I'm, I'm a novice, especially compared to someone like you with all your expertise. But my research has told me like hormones are such a huge piece of the puzzle, because mm -hmm. they're really they're, they're driving the ship in a certain way. And it's the change in hormones. That's why, you know, especially for men, like they're, they're you know, testosterone and muscle production, and like those things kind of fall by the wayside where, you know, if you go through hormonal therapy or just, you know, go through a strategic way of, of adjusting it, you yep. can have more longevity and really just have more of a quality of life that's closer to your 20s or just to a younger point. And that's the point. There's no reason why we can't feel like we're in our 20s for the rest of our life from a hormonal perspective. I mean, I have, so I work with physicians. I'm their fitness and nutrition counselor. And what the physicians do is hormone replacement therapy. And mm. their training is amazing. They're not just regular internal medical doctors that decided to give hormones to their patients. They have an extensive background on hormone replacement therapies. They do a lot of other things. I mean, understanding how the hormones work is not a black and white picture. There's a lot of gray, and then there's an individualized approach as well. Now, to that point, when the patients on my roster don't listen to me and do the lifestyle stuff, 
the hormone therapy doesn't work for them. They don't feel better. They don't lose weight. They're not sleeping better. Their stress levels are through the roof. So if they listen to me and they work with the physician, then not only are we optimizing their hormone levels, but we're actually making them feel like they're in their twenties again. Mm. Um, And then I have my private clients. Not everybody needs hormones. I think that it's great to get a baseline. So if you have no idea what your levels are, then definitely look into that so that you could compare that in 10, 20 years from now. Because to that point, there's no um, real standard, if you will, as to what's optimal for the individual. Right. So, you know, when I started with the company, uh, it was like over 10 years ago, I was in my early 30s. I'm 42 now. Um, I know no one knows that, but here we are. <laughs> You're aging very um, well. I'm aging very well because I practice what I preach. And mm. I come from a family of obesity. People look at me, they're like, wow, how do you stay so lean? You know, you, you're so lucky. I'm not, man. I, I was raised eating crap. Thankfully, my father enrolled us in sports. So I've been an athlete my whole life. But man, when I went to college, I, I gained my 25. Then I went into corporate America. I gained my 25 back. So I've been there. Mm. And it stinks. It's uncomfortable. You know, running eight miles with 25 pounds on your joints just feels like crap. You're icing your knees after a run. But going back to my original point, you know, we really need to say that this is more immediate. I don't know how old you are, Andrew, but, Mm. you know. I'm just as old as you. Wow. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Class of 1978, right? (laughs) There you go. And you know what? I have a second child on my way. Mm. So, you know, it's people are like, oh my God, I thought you were in your early thirties just because they associate me with motherhood. But thankfully, because I take good care of my body, I was able to naturally get pregnant. Thankfully. Now I'm not going to wait to have a third kid because then it's pushing the limit. My kids are going to have an 80 year old mother, but (laughs) you know, we got to think about why what is our bigger purpose? It can't just be about the scale. And I think that once we put the scale aside and we, we go into the internal motivators, what motivates us to feel like we're in our 20s, I think that that's going to be more powerful for individuals. Yeah. And I mean, I, I imagine part of this is a, is a psychological challenge in that, you know, you might have people that like they would love to feel like they're in their 20s, but because they have the apathy of their 40s, it just feels like such a, a like an uphill battle where they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're rationalizing, they're lying to themselves. You're like, well, you know, maybe I'll be able to get to like how I felt when I was 35, but twenties are impossible. So why even bother? Why struggle for a year to like even work this? And I imagine that's a challenge. Hopefully people, they come to you, they've, they've passed that already, but I imagine that holds a lot of people back from even beginning. Yeah. I actually interview folks before I work with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, The course, obviously I don't have to interview you to take, the course is giving you the information, but what you do with any information is up to you. So the number one question I ask individuals who call me up and spend 15 minutes on a call with me is, are you coachable? Because if you're not coachable, it's a waste of your time and your money. It's not to say you can't change, but if you're not willing to open up and be humble and be just absolutely transparent with whoever you work with, then they can't help you and you can't help yourself. Now, fast forward to when you're a grandparent or even 10 years from now, if your number one goal is to be there for the world, you're that person that everybody counts on and you never say no, then it's your responsibility to take care of yourself because if you don't, you are not going to be able to take care of others on any level. Hmm. I realize that 
Um, and by the way, we're going to get to the anchors <laughs> and people are like, come yeah. on, bring it. Um, but one question I just want to ask real quick is I, I realize you said it yourself. Everyone's different. Um, but with that said, based on your experience in general, if this is even possible, how long does it take it for somebody who starts engaging in the process that you describe to really see or at least feel a tangible result? Great question. Almost immediately. Now, to that point, if somebody's detoxing their body, it could take two to four weeks for mm -hmm. a lot of folks. Some people will have withdrawal symptoms like headaches, fatigue, irritability, because you know a lot of what they're eating is like a drug. So when I pull people off of certain foods, for example, they tend to not feel good the first few days. But I'll tell you something. I'll give you a great example. I'm working with a couple where they're only working with me for three months. The husband is off of all of his heart medications and the mm. wife is going into the physician who's also going off of her medications. And this couple is only in their late fifties. Nice. Okay. So they, at first, when we first had that initial conversation, she was saying, I'll do my best. I'll try. Everybody uses that tentative language. Like, okay, worst case scenario, I fail this program as well. I've done this before. And we have to once and for all associate this path with like going to college. Okay. If you never went to college before, it's a four-year tract for most. I have a master's. I had to go beyond that. Some people have a doctorate. But you don't go the first day of school saying, okay, I'm going to try this for a week. And worst case scenario, I quit. You know, you know, in your head, you're going to be there for four years and it's going to be a challenging four years, but you're going to do it because at the end of it is that rewarding degree. Mm. And with this journey, the reward is how you feel. Yeah. How you look. It's nice to look in the, in the mirror and be like, wow, I love what I see. But most importantly, all of the feelings internally, the way you think, the way you see the world. Hey, let's talk about. 19. If you are healthy, you're much lower risk for having complications from those types of diseases. Right. You know, I'm pregnant. I'm going out there in the community. People are like, are you shielding up? Are you putting protective gear from head to toe? I said, you know what? I'm putting a mask on. I'm going to go back to coaching classes soon. I'm going to put goggles on. But hmm. outside of that, I'm healthy. I'm not yeah. worried. Well, you're, you're shielding up through your lifestyle, not just through a mask. That's correct. You're shielding up because I'll tell you what, the second you go to a physician because you're unhealthy, it's a gamble. Okay. I see it all the time where people have, um, you know, another example, I worked with a guy, the guy was only 28 years young and he had major gastrointestinal issues, both upper and lower GI. Okay. He's gone to every GI specialist under the sun. They can't figure it out. One thought he had a hernia. They weren't sure. He was going to one specialist after the other. Okay, at 28 years old. Mm. He comes to me. I said, listen, let's isolate the variable of lifestyle. Okay, because after working together for X amount of time, I said, let's, let's choose three months. Okay, after three months, things should be cleared up. His whole upper GI disorder was completely resolved and his lower GI was like 85% resolved where he would have pain urinating and sometimes um, going, you know, number two. Right. And, wow. you know, at that point, we now narrowed it down to where he's going to go to one or two specialists versus I don't even know where to get started. Right, right. Okay, we have to be our own advocates. 
Um, last question, then please hold me to actually going through these, um, these anchors. Last question is, because you mentioned you don't do diets, but I imagine there's a certain, let's use the word restriction in terms of the foods that people are going to be eating. Um, if I'm correct in that assumption, how restrictive are the standards by which people should expect if they really want to add the food portion and the nutrition portion to this lifestyle that you're describing? If it grows from the ground, falls from a tree, runs, flies, or swims, it's good for you. Mm, meaning we're not worried about like, because I've heard sugars are sugars. I mean, obviously unnatural sugar is horrible, but even like sugars, like from a strawberry, it sounds to me hearing from you based mm -hmm. on your experience. No, we're not worried about like the sugars from a strawberry or a blueberry, like that natural stuff messing mm -hmm. with your body. Okay. Great follow-up question. Okay, the thing with fruit that people need to understand is it does have sugar in it. Now, if you're going to eat three to four cups of blueberries and strawberries, you are going to have a blood sugar response to which your body has to produce a certain amount of insulin to push all those glucose molecules into the cells. Mm -hmm. So the question is, what am I doing as an individual after I eat that much fruit? versus a cup, which is one serving, okay? Because some people right. go beyond the serving. If I'm going to sit on a podcast for an hour, I'm not going to eat a ton of fruit because I'm sedentary. But if I'm going to go personal train a client, I'm talking about me, Jay-Z. If I'm going to go train a client, and then after that, I'm going to go to the gym perhaps. If I'm going to be active, then my body's going to utilize those carbohydrates and it's not going to store it. It's not going to cause these erratic spikes. So part of your program and part of your consulting is strategically timing the kind of food with the kind of activity. Excellent. Yep. That's it. Awesome. And it's not rocket science, right? Right. Well, hey, I'm sure it'll feel like rocket science to people until they actually <laughs> learn about it, right? Because like, well, that's the beauty of what I, this is actually why I'm really glad you're here and why we're talking about this and why I'm glad I'm introducing what you do to our, to my audience, because for people, it is rocket science in the sense like they don't know where to begin. They mm -hmm. haven't done the 20 plus years of research like, well, this in combination doesn't work and this does work. So it is rocket science before people learn it. So thank you for sharing. With that said, let me keep to my standard. Let's just list them out and then we'll go into more detail. But what are these five anchors that you are talking about for the program? Let's see if you can guess them. Ooh. Come on, Andrew. I believe in you, man. Well, I mean, I'm guessing nutrition is one of them. That's one. I'm guessing fitness is one of them. That's two. Um, I don't know if I'm going too, uh, too deep on this, but I don't know, like, is breathing? Is that even like, are we? Okay. That is under one of the anchors, which is called me management, which we'll dive into. Very okay, good. cool. Um, so nutrition, me, um, stress, is that one of them or is that part of me management? That's going to be under me management. Very good. Cool. Uh, I'm out. I've got three. I got three of them. That's pretty good, that right? A visual cue. Say again. Visual cue. And this is not wine in this cup. What am I drinking? Oh, um, oh, hydration. Hydration. Number th four. Mm -hmm. What's the last one? <sighs> wow. We do it every day. And mm. it's more towards the end of the day. Sleep. That's right. Number five. Yep. Nice. Yes. So now put the word optimal in front of all of that stuff. Okay. Mm. Optimal nutrition, optimal fitness, optimal hydration, optimal me management, and then optimal sleep. Now, when we dive into those, it becomes a very individualized approach. It's super individualized. Okay. Right. 
The course outlines the framework because once you understand the framework, then now you could find an appreciation for why these are so imperative. Okay. Because when we put ourselves second and, and, and self-care is the, the first thing we give up. When you put it second, you're off your trajectory of success with anything you want to do in life. Right. All of a sudden, the things that you should be executing well on, you're just, you're already behind the eight ball on it. You just, you're not going to do as good a job. 100%. And, and many times, and this is the issue, many times people don't realize it. If you realize it, then it's one thing. I mean, people say to me all the time, you're so busy. How do you, how do you, you know, parents, how do you work full time, have your own company? I'm a contractor for all these different companies. I coach classes. How do you do it all? It's because my mind is so crystal clear and I'm so organized. And when you're organized and you think clearly and you feel good in your own body, nothing turns you upside down. Even things that come your way that could be perceived as stressful, you're able to handle it. Mm, I love it. Um, I am admittedly about to go in a ridiculous direction right now, but it's kind of like with the understanding that I am not in the minds of every single person listening to this. I'm sure each person listening has their own weird question that comes out of nowhere. But the, right. the, thing that, the thing that occurred to me to ask you is because you're talking about optimal, right? Mm-hmm. And we've got hydration and we've got sleep. Right. And I hope this isn't like a gotcha question. I mean, I really, I'm curious to, to know your answers. Like, yeah. all right, well, if someone's hydrating properly, well, then maybe they have to get up in the middle of the night to urinate. And then mm-hmm. maybe that's throwing their sleep off. Like, are these questions that clients have to come up with and, and deal with? Or does the process kind of like eliminate a need or like, am I going off in a weird direction by even going about No, that? you know what? I think any question unasked is a bad question. So, mm. you know, the people I personally work with, I actually tell them straight out day one. I say, text me every little question that comes in your brain, because if you can learn, then I think that that's the most empowering thing. So right. let's, let's answer that question. I think it's a wonderful question. You go through your day, you're super duper busy. You realize by the end of the day, it's like seven o'clock at night. You're finally winding down. You're with your wife, your kids, your husband, your kids. And you're like, oh, I only had like 30 ounces of fluids. I need to catch up. You don't want to catch up because you want to cut off hydration towards the end of the night to avoid nighttime urination. Right. Okay. You do not want to disrupt sleep. That's the worst thing you can do. It's the same thing with my guys that I work with and some women who catch up on eating their protein shake at night because they didn't have enough protein and they're scared they're going to lose their muscle. There's no such thing as catch up. At that point, we have to assess why we didn't hydrate throughout the day. Did I not have the cup at my desk? Was I in the car and I didn't want to have to go to the rest stop every second? I think once you could evaluate what caused that deficiency, now I can correct it tomorrow and move forward. So not to pigeonhole you to like, this is the way it is. And maybe it is, but I'm not saying it. At least on a day by day, individual, one at a time basis, it sounds like sleep is a higher priority than hydration. Nope. All five anchors are just as important. Okay. So if I'm understanding then your answer to the question, it's kind of like the hydration, you like why force it on the end when it's not going to be as good anyway, and then mess up the sleep. Correct. Okay. Yes. So with weight loss, especially I have people who are hardcore nutrition, they get their exercise in, they're hydrating, but they're not sleeping because their me management is off. 
Mm. So they're like, but I'm doing the exercise. I'm eating perfectly. You look at my log every single day, Jay-Z. What is my issue? Stress management needs to happen because if you are stressed, it's that fight or flight response and our body goes into that protection mode and we start to store energy because we don't know when we need to quote unquote, rhetorically run away from our problems. Mm -hmm. So especially with America, a lot of people sit too much. So if we have stressful jobs and we're constantly anchored down in our seat, then our body has nowhere to displace this negative energy, which goes to your point of breathing being very important. Okay. So it's not that nutrition is, you know, people say 80%, 20%, you know, exercise. No, I don't know where people got these percentages from. We need to, our whole lifestyle, feel wholesome and really cater to all aspects of our personal life if we want to age well and be at a lean body weight. Got it. Um, I imagine, obviously, the people that find their way to you, you know, they're working hard. A lot of them are successful, meaning it's like, you know, they can't just jump off the, the job and off the responsibilities and, and all the demands that are on them already. So I imagine it's difficult for them to all of a sudden change all these things at once, even though they are so vital, like mm -hmm. based on your experience, like what is the number one challenge that is expressed to you and what's your number one advice on dealing with it? Okay. So I work with high net worth folks who make more money than, you know, big, big groups of people. So anyone listening, I don't mean to insult your financial worth by any standards, but my point of bringing that up is when you have the billionaire who's in their 70s and they have major degenerative joint issues and chronic pain, it leads to depression, okay? So with all this money because of their hard work and they're you know, having to be so in their day, how do I stop that process to get in the jacuzzi? I have people who have indoor and outdoor jacuzzis in their huge homes and they won't turn the thing on because it's one extra thing to do. They can't enjoy it with all that money. But that's the point. Yeah. It's like, why have these amazing things in your life if you're not going to take advantage of it? And mm. it was me as their coach saying, quote, you know, on the text message, did you turn your jacuzzi on? Are you in it? Did you do it yesterday? I mean, think about it. If I had a jacuzzi, I'd be in there right now on this podcast, right? Mm. So we'll have to have you back next time when you're doing that. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so how do people incorporate all five anchors? I think if people are overwhelmed by knowing there's five things that they need to do, I recommend you start with one anchor at a time. We have the rest of our lives to be great. And I think that if you choose one anchor that you're going to master each week over the course of five weeks, you can now reflect, oh, wow, I've incorporated her five anchors. I'm seeing where this is advantageous to me. I'm noticing I'm happier. I feel healthier. I feel lighter. And my mood is better. Like how many people are like, why are you always happy? And I'm like, because happy people win. I love yeah. winning. And I thought, and <laughs> I thought it was because you're on Shattered a Mold. Wait, it's because of something else? Come on here. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I got a two-year-old. She's turning two this weekend. I, I, right. I can't be unhappy and stressed out. She, she deserves a mommy that shows up and feels great despite the fact that I woke up at 5 a.m. to train my clients. Mm. You know, I got to be on my A-game, not only just for her, but for my husband, for my friends, for my family, for everybody. But even the most important person that I didn't even say yet is me. Yes. Okay? We all have a little kid within us. We can't forget that little kid. Right. And if you do, like, you know, you forget that kid for a month, 
you know, you're stressed, you forget for two months, then you're stressed and depressed. Like the longer you hold off, like the harder it is and the more stressful it is on you. It just makes that uphill battle all the more difficult. Yes. So I think for people who are feeling that way, it is imperative to say, okay, stop, 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 stop. I'm not stressed. I think we need to change our internal dialogue on how we associate with our life. Because if we could change that internal dialogue to say, I deserve to feel great. I deserve to embody these anchors because really they're for me. I'm not going to put myself last anymore because if my responsibility is to take care of my family and to just love life, then that's up to me to do the quote unquote work so that I can enjoy every day. I mean, Pitbull says it great. Every day above the ground is a great day. Mm. Okay. And when I have clients who write in their logs, today was busy. Today was crazy. Today was hectic. It's like, how you're not dying. And it's, it's so funny because it's so easy for people to fall into not only the habit, but the automatic automatic response of putting others above them, not realizing that by doing that, it's actually hurting those people because it's only when we're at our best, at our sharpest, at our healthiest, at our most intelligent, most strategic, most successful, most abundant, can we be the gift that we want to be for those other people in whatever way that they need it? And that's a beautiful word that you used is we are a gift to the world. Okay. And is our responsibility. I keep using that terminology it is our responsibility to start with us. When you travel on an airplane, what are one of the announcements, Andrew? Put that mask on yourself first. Correct. Because if you don't, you will asphyxiate, you will die, and you will be worthless to those around you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and just get that on yourself. You could help everyone within reach. If 100%. you don't, then you're screwed. 100%. I can't tell you how many situations I've been in. And granted, I have the training to do so where there's an emergency and people are scrambling. They don't know what to do. And here I show up on the scene. I'm all calm and collected and I take care of the situation. Okay. Mm. And there's, there's nothing going on inside of me in that moment of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, am I going to mess up? No, if I have to save the day, and it's not every day of my life, but if I have to save the day in an emergency situation, but I can't even take care of me, then there's no way that this scene is going to be calm. Okay. If you're a parent and your kid comes up to you and you just had a crazy quote unquote day at work and it was just crazy. And then the kid comes home, you know, they're bullied at school. Now you're angry. You just want to kill the kid that did that. No, you get to educate your kid on how to navigate through those circumstances. If, and only if you feel grounded within yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about the sound advice that you give. It's even just about the way that you carry and compose yourself that kids can read way more intuitively than adults. That's correct. Yep. And, and, and absolutely. And believe it or not, adults, we have a lot of filters that we develop over time. So even if we feel something, we almost accept it. Mm. And we're living in a very different time now, Andrew, as you could see. I mean, I don't watch the news anymore, but people are very angry right now. And I have a lot of clients that they'll get on a call with me because I do strategy calls with my clients and we talk about that. You know, we talk about what is in your control right now today. And they're like, well, that's the problem. I don't feel like I'm in control. I said, you are in control. Let's talk about the things you can control. And never do they mention 
the lifestyle stuff. If I could take care of myself and feel good, it's not that the world's issues go away. It's just, I become the example that I wish to see in others. I'm that consistent love and light that people are thriving for. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think that we have to get back to those bare minimums, those essentials that make us great human beings. Yes. I love that. And I mean, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a New York guy, so that makes me like a Yankee fan. And I was always a fan of Derek Jeter because Jeter, the way he described the way he went about things is he always focused only on what he could control and not to compare him to other athletes. It's like, he wasn't always known as a home run hitter, but he did hit home runs when it counted. Right. He had, you know, he's, I think, number six all time in, in major league hits, um, World Series rings, like all the success. And his main thing, because they called him Captain Clutch, because he always focused on what he could control, not on the stuff that was out of his control, which kind of right. pulls me back to your really wonderful advice before, where if you can't do all this at once, well, you pick one of the anchors. And I imagine the answer to which one you should do, the answer is, which is the easiest for you to do, which is the one that you could implement most efficiently, most soundly, and have that now as a new foundation to add another one on top of it. Hundred percent. Yep. I, I took on a new client two weeks ago because the guy doesn't want to go back to the gym. Um, I'm in California, but I'm a native New Yorker, so I'm a big Yankees fan. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he doesn't want to go back to the gym, so I'm training him and his wife at his house. And you know, he's got a lot of weight to lose. But the number one thing he's working on is he has me twice a week. I check in with him every week to make sure he's getting his 300 minutes of physical activity. But his only thing he wanted to do for nutrition is lower his Coke intake to once a week, not Coke mm. as in drugs, but Coca-Cola. Right, okay? right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he went down from six to one, which is a big deal for him, okay? And to the listener, that might not be a big deal, but we're only training for two weeks. Now, if we go two weeks out, I asked them today, what are your goals over the next couple of weeks? And they both told me, you know, I want to cut down my alcohol intake. You know, they had four drinks this weekend. They're going to go down to one drink for the whole week. So it's taking it baby steps because when you look back six months from now, you've made huge leaps and bounds. And I think that that's more critical than the person that does the all or none approach when they're not ready and then fails. And then six months from now, they're back to square one. Right. And when you have that all or nothing approach, it's not just an approach it's a philosophy and it's a life view, meaning you're missing the fact that if you're doing just the little bit, that that little bit, regardless of what result you see or don't see, is also better positioning you strategically to do more on top of it rather than going back into the all or nothing thing that you were stuck with. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have people that want all or none because that's just their personality. So I never mm. discourage people to just say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to just do this. That's a great place to be. But if you're listening and you're not at that point, don't dismiss yourself from anything. Start one place at a time like we were discussing and know that in three to six months from now, you're going to be real proud of yourself and people are going to start noticing and asking and you're just going to say, I'm just ready to feel great in my life. And that's going to inspire a lot of people. Um, So I know you've got an app and you've got a course on the way. Do they, are they um, related to one another or it's the same thing in a different format? Like what's, because I think people hearing this that want to get in shape, they're probably now judging, well, do I just get Jen's app or do I wait for her course or like, what's the best way to go? (laughs) No, these are all great questions. Um, So 
I started with the book, which is called Breaking the Chains of Obesity, 107 Tools. And the reason why I had that title, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not buying a book that has the word obesity in it. Mm-hmm. But Breaking the Chains of Obesity is because I have, I tested positive for the obesity gene, okay? And it's very scary because I could easily gain a lot of weight if I didn't practice my own anchors. Right. When the book came out and people were like, this is a great read. I made it super like easy to read. It's a toolbox. So it's only a few pages per tool. There's 107 tools. People can put it in the bathroom and read it, you know, once a day. It didn't really dive into the nutrition. So I came up with the app and the app, actually, it's not one of those apps where you can scan barcodes and, you know, put in what restaurant you ate in. There's, there's plenty of those out there. This is an educational tool. And every time you enter in the various meals that you ate, which requires you to dissect what macros were on the plate, how much of each thing you ate. I mean, it, it, there's legwork involved. Mm. It's forcing the minds to understand portion control, macronutrient balancing, and then associating that with satiety, fullness. Okay. Because once you go through those mechanisms for about two to four weeks, now you clearly understand, you know, this worked today. Ooh, I didn't eat enough. Ooh, it's nighttime. I skipped too many meals throughout the day. It allows people that empowerment to just get it from a nutritional standpoint. The course is because I've been coaching one-on-one clients for many years now. And the initial consultation used to be an hour and a half, two hours. It still is because the course isn't out yet. And I'm like, man, there's so much that I want to teach these people, but you know, we're spending all this time just on one anchor, you know? So even though I'm coaching them every day, Monday through Sunday, I feel it'd be more imperative to have this course that they're required to go through before I physically take them on with my one-on-one coaching so that they have a good foundation of the lifestyle. And then we now dive into the individual stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, and if, if I'm hearing right, also you like, it, I imagine this course is also for people that um, are not in California or can't afford to work with you individually. So I imagine it's the educational, but it also shows them the implementation so that they could take it upon themselves to do it. Yeah. And most of my clients are um, all over the world. Like they're not okay. just in California. The coaching is actually a phone call text messages, emails, but yes, the course is affordable compared to coaching, which is probably less affordable for some folks. And I don't think that, you know, there's coaches that charge three times what I charge, but still everything's relative in life. Some people can't afford coaching period. And I respect that, which is part of the reason why with this um, course, they could at least have that foundation. I mean, I have people who have downloaded the Jay-Z Fitness Nutrition app Mm. never spoke to me. They just had a small conversation in the gym when, you know, when I was coaching classes and three months later, they're like, I've been using your app for three months and oh my gosh, I'm at my goal weight. So I'm like, awesome. Oh, amazing. Cause I know I can't coach everybody, but if I could inspire everybody, then I've earned my purpose. <laughs> yeah, no. I hear, you know, it's, it's so interesting to hear, like, you know, sometimes we find like kindred spirits, when I was even like putting out my, like the new book that I have or the latest, I mean, it's out since Thanksgiving. One of the things I thought is like, I can't get on the phone with everybody. So how do I communicate and lay out this information so that it's actionable, like right then and there where they don't need to have that interaction with me specifically. So I totally get like what you were trying to accomplish and where you're going with that. Cause I've, I've been living it too. I totally see you there. 
Yeah. And you know, it's, it's really, I know I said it in the beginning and ironically, I just had a pilot I coached. So he is, he's like, well, I'm in rocket science, but what I'm teaching is not even science. Okay. And the reason why is anything related to the human body is more of an art form because it's nothing that could be replicated. So a lot of people who've tried multiple programs that didn't work, it might be because it's too pigeonholed and and people didn't really feel connected to the process. But with the course, when you have this information, which I don't wanna say it's more factual, but it's more common knowledge amongst the healthcare system that this is what it is, And if you could start taking those baby steps, even if you took two baby steps versus five, you're going to be in a much better space with your health than if you don't do anything at all. Right. Love it. So the takeaways I'm getting from this, I mean, there's a lot, and I hope people will go back and listen again, is this is about really understanding the five anchors Mm -hmm. and being intelligent about you know, whether implementing all of them or just the ones that the quickest and easiest to do just to get started, to understand how important it is to put your health and yourself first in order not only to ensure that you're more successful now, but that you're more successful and more comfortable and just have like a lot more longevity later on in your life and that you just have more of a quality life with, with you and your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your health it. is your wealth. People need to remember that, okay? Because without your health, you have nothing. Uh, I'm obviously, I'll put the the link or links down on the the main interview page when I post this. But if people want to connect with you, learn more about you and and just see what else is going on, like what's the best way for them to get in touch? It's J as in Jennifer, Z as in Zebra. So it's jzfitness.com. I'm on all social media outlets. I didn't do TikTok yet. I heard that's the new one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different conversation, that one right there. (laughs) (laughs) So on Instagram, it's Jay-Z Fitness Nutrition. On Facebook, it's Jay-Z Fitness. And of course, my website, jayzfitness.com. And yeah, you know, some people just have a couple questions here and there. So I'm very open to fielding any questions. I really love helping as many people as I can. You know, I do a lot of conferences. I I speak to medical doctors. I speak to physical education teachers. And, you know, I want to speak to the general public that we could really empower ourselves to make the change within ourselves to feel great so that we could be the change in the world. I love it. Um, Last question before I let you go. It's kind of piggybacking on what you just said there. But obviously, there's so many different people, so many different lifestyles and so many different challenges listening to this right now. But like, what is the best piece of advice that you can offer on a general level that you think is most important for people listening right now to be able to hear? I think you need to first stop in your tracks and ask yourself, who do I want to be when I grow up? Okay. You know, we get to write the chapters of our life every single day. And when we pick up a book and we read the book, a great book has a character that has a lot of suspense where we don't know where their life is going to go. And with our life, as long as we can take a step back and enjoy the journey and be more in charge of how we write our chapters, I guarantee you, your life is going to feel much more fulfilling. And in the end, when it's finally your turn to say goodbye, you're never going to regret not doing something that you wish you did. Awesome. 
Jen Zerling, thank you so, so much for being here, for sharing your insight and for being a gift to this show right now. I, I really appreciate it. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there right now that are getting got a lot out of this talk and will hopefully take some forward steps for themselves to really get things going in a better way. They deserve it. Thank you so much, Andrew, for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jen, again for that awesome, awesome interview. And guys, I've got a really special surprise for you that I did not know about when I was actually recording that interview. Jen was extremely generous in making an offer just for you guys. She's going to be taking 80% off her Jay-Z Fitness Lifestyle course just for Shatter the Mold listeners. And really not just for all of them, for the first 50 people. So the first 50 people that want to try out that course are going to get an 80% discount. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the link for that, as long as it's good, in both the description of the YouTube upload for this and, of course, on the episode page at ShatterTheModPodcast.com. So I don't know how soon you're hearing this, but if you are hearing it in time, you definitely want to check out that course and take advantage of that discount. Jen, that's very generous of you. Thank you so much for giving that to my listeners. Guys, with that said, that's all I got for you today. Um, again, if you haven't done so already, by all means, feel free to hit lastlawofattractionbook.com. You can check out my book on Amazon, and you could also check out youtube.com slash Cap. And again, check out the link that I have for Jen's Jay-Z Fitness Lifestyle course. Again, 80% discount for the first 50 people. This is just for Shatter the Mold listeners, so take advantage. Uh, that's all I got again today, guys. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.